0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to the show. Jessica Stevens here, your host of I Just Blank Now What. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. I am just beyond, beyond grateful for each and every single one of you who come back each week, for those who have shared the show with friends, if you are new to the show, Thank you so much and welcome. We hope you are liking what you're hearing and you wanna stick around too. So it is February and it is Black History Month here across Canada and, and the United States. And so I am so, so, so honored that I have a deep, deep list of amazing, talented, wonderful, successful black friends who are doing big, big things in life and are on my show sharing some of the things that they they do and so today on the show we have Sharona Osborne and we are talking about her rise in the art and media world and what happened as she ventured out and started her very first production company and the trials and tribulations and the lessons and the growth and and all the good stuff along with all the hard stuff, right? So I am so grateful that I get to feature some amazing Black Canadian talent with all of you so you can learn more about them. That was one of the reasons why I wanted to start this show, was to showcase voices and stories that may not always get the same attention on other platforms. So, without further ado, let's learn a little bit about Sharona. She is an award-winning Canadian actress and filmmaker based in Toronto, as co-owner and vice president of Crossfield House Productions, a black-owned and 80% women-led company. Osborne has written, directed, and starred in both theater and film productions, which have been selected for festivals throughout North America. Her most recent short film out of order that she co-directed co-wrote and played the lead role in was recently awarded best actress, best short film and best editor in 2022 Hamilton black film festival. Sharona has one of, of hundreds selected to take part in the 2022 BAMP Spark Accelerator for Women in Business of Media, and has also produced content for major brands such as Sony, Ray Nephew, TD Bank. With a background in fashion business, Sharona is a costume buyer for the IATSE Film Union, where her work can be seen on the OWN Network, The Kings of Napa, next Netflix original series, Lock and Key, Lifetime of salt and Pepper. Currently, Sharona is developing a TV series with her team and is preparing to tour for her latest co-written and direct play, 94, set to hit the road in um, In late 2022, recognizing the importance of nurturing and supporting young talent, Sharona has worked directly with youth through Addis Light Youth Arts Mentorship Program and the Forgiveness Project to give opportunities to young adults who wish to develop their skills in front and behind the camera as she continues to hone in on her own skills. What a bio. Oh my goodness. I cannot wait for you all to meet her. So without further ado, let's get to the now what. blank now what stories so we can all learn from their transformational lessons to help us all answer that lifelong and often paralyzing question now what hey friends have you ever had that i just feel so bloated now what moment (laughs) me too and that's when i reach for my greens gut glow drink Yep, I can sip my way to healthier-looking skin, support my digestive system, and get an extra scoop of greens all in one bundle that helps me de-bloat. This nutritious trinity includes three of my favorite Arbonne Nutrition products, Be well Superfood Greens, Gut Health, Digestion, and Microbiome Support, and Skin Elixir Collagen Support. I drink this every day. The greens, just one scoop of this versatile vegan superfood powder, delivers a blend of 36 fruits and vegetables in each serving for a boost of greens, featuring fiber, photonutrients, along with a natural deep green color courtesy of blue-green algae derived from spirulina, chlorelia, wheatgrass, and barley grass. Just one scoop provides me with the benefits of eating a full color spectrum of fruits and vegetables. Minding my gut's microbiome is a must, and this delicate balance of bacteria helps support favorable gut flora. Designed to support the benefits of a healthy diet, this plant-powered natural health product mixes easily with water, so its blend of probiotics and enzymes can work synergistically with my body to help support gastrointestinal health. Its ingredients include inulin from chicory root and 3 billion CFUs of Achilleus coagulant probiotics, plus enzymes that act as a digestive aid. This natural health product helps support favorable gut flora while helping to digest proteins and contains ginger, which traditionally used in herbal medicine to help relieve digestive upset. For the glow, I'm sipping my way to healthier looking skin. This acai or dragon fruit flavored vegan natural health product features antioxidant vitamin C to help in collagen formation, to maximize healthy bones, cartilage, teeth, and gums, silicone, and biotin to support healthy hair, skin, and nails, and a blend of sea buckthorn fruit extract, pine bark extract, and vitamin C for antioxidants, This vegan natural health product provides beneficial ingredients for my skin, hair, and nails. So head to jessicastevenstoronto.arbon.com and use promo code ARBON10 to get 10% off your Greens Get Glow Bundle. That's jessicastevenstoronto.arbon.com and promo code ARBON10 gets you 10% off. Or just click the link in the show notes and get your Greens Gut Glow bundle all in one click. Well, hello, hello, <clears throat> my dear friend. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Oh my god, it's it's a gorgeous day here and the sun is shining, so that's always
1: like a bonus. Always right? a in bonus. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially in Canada.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, thanks for stopping by the show and hanging out with me today. It's so great no to problem. have you here, Roni. I I feel like you know, now that we've had a couple conversations that can be like part of the in-club and call you by pet name. 100%, 100%. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I love pet names. So, um, but officially you are Sharona, for, yeah. the, for the lovely people out there listening. I'm really excited about your episode today because it's all about being creative and you know me, I'm a creative person, you're a creative soul. And I love mm-hmm. when creating art you know, sparks magic in your life and it puts you onto a whole new path. So that's going to be kind of the story that we were going to be sharing today. But before we get into that, what do you want the people to know about you? Obviously, I just read your amazing bios, everybody. But I love when guests get to share a little bit about their own lives and their own words. What do
1: you want people to know? Man, I, I want people to know that I am a multifaceted human being, a multifaceted talent, something that I used to shy away from before, to be honest. You know, I thought you kind of had to just pick one thing and and go with it. But I'm very much in a place where, you know, I'm allowing my multiple gifts to make room for me. So, you know, however I'm able to collaborate creatively Mm -hmm. is kind of just my mission as an artist. Yeah, me too. I love that.
0: I am definitely multi-passionate and Picking one thing just feels so limiting for me. So I always yeah. resonate with somebody else who's like, I do this and I also do that. And I do a little bit of yeah. this here. Like, you know, when especially in the creative space, it's like, I can't just pick one medium. I got to do a whole bunch of stuff. right? And
1: they kind of all like lend to each other anyway. So right. it, it has helped me become a stronger, more potent artist because I kind of dabble in multiple things
0: yeah all right well let's get into this story of your creative artistic self so give us a little bit of back backstory you know where you were what was going on and then you creating this play with a handful of friends and then that really just kind of took its a life of its own and now led you to what you're doing now so yeah give us a little bit of backstory
1: yeah. Okay. So cold's notes, ver- colds notes version. Back in 2017, a friend of mine by the name of Troy CrossFit, who is also my business partner, one of my business partners, basically got a group of friends together and was like, hey, I wrote this play and I want to do it. And, and I want you, Sharona, to play the lead. Right. And at the time I was I think I was I was finished college and everything. Yeah, I was definitely finished college and I was working in the industry. So I also I'm also a costume buyer in the film union. So that's kind of like my day job and that and just kind of auditioning here and there and just kind of figure out how do I pursue becoming an actor? And then here, you know, my friend kind of says, here's this lead role. Right. So I'm like, "Okay, I'm up for the challenge, but I'm also super nervous, super intimidated. This is a whole new world for me as far as stage. And prof- professionally. And we did the show and it was amazing and it sold out and people were asking for more and asking for more and all that kind of thing. And then we collaborated again on making part two of the show. So it was called A Little White Lie. And then part two was called A Little Black Lie. And then after the success of part two, we pretty much like sat down and kind of had a little meeting to another friend who, who you've had on your show as well mm-hmm. uh, is also, was also part of that initial meeting. And we were just like, Hey, maybe we can actually make a business out of this. And I was like, like a production company. And it was like, yeah. And I was like, Oh, so instead of just like waiting to be hired as an actress, I'm going to be in position to like hire actors, hire myself, create, write, direct all of those things. I was like, okay. And like, we literally, we literally just did it. And then a show that we actually recently ended a tour for called 94 was the first play that I had co-written and directed and produced like from beginning to end Mm -hmm. so that was in 2019 in into the pandemic and again it was just successful and and rave reviews we were able to go on tour with it and so little by little all these things started happening and i was like oh like i can actually do this you know and then we started to venture into the world of short films a world that we're still currently in and right now our films are in festivals and I've just had the opportunity to cast actors and, and really just like create a whole production crew to film movies, like from beginning to end. And I was like, wow, I, I never went to school for this. I I don't have any formal training in this. I just, Mm -hmm. I just kind of know what needs to happen. And us us as a team and as a company, you know, we stay doing our research, stay doing our Googles, asking fellow friends in the industry on how to do this and And yeah, here we are, you know, we're currently creating a TV series. So for the purpose of pitching and then working on our first feature. So that's kind of the trajectory as of as of right now. And it's just been amazing. And it has really like I mentioned before, it has really just broadened my scope as an artist, you know, because now even when I get hired to do, you know, other people's work, Mm -hmm. As an actress, you know I'm coming onto a set more informed. I'm coming on onto a set with full understanding of what the director needs from me, what the writer's expecting of me, you know, uh, what the sound people, what the you know, understanding my own continuity, all the things because I literally just had to learn on my own, like through our company. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's it's been amazing. It's been scary, but it's been mostly rewarding. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> okay, so I love the fact that you d- you and your friends came together and decided to create your own opportunities. Yeah. Like what you said was like, you. oh, you mean I don't have to wait for somebody else to hire me? I can go out and produce my own show and hire yeah. myself and hire my friends and hire all of these other amazing, talented people? Yeah. Yeah. And I think more people need to kind of step into that space of, don't wait, like do it, like do it for yourself. I think, you know, Risa Witherspoon is one of my favorite actresses. And I love the fact that she also did the same thing. She was tired of like not getting roles or not having the stories available to cast, you know, women, women, you know, in leads or like sharing women's stories. And so she just decided to go out and make her own production company too, and find those books and turn them into great stories and films. So yeah, good for you, girl.
1: Thank you. Yeah. And that, you know, just to add to what you're saying, like, I feel I always tell people like the opportunity to hire other creatives is like, one of the best feelings for me, you know, because I know what it feels like to wait by the phone or, you know, refresh your inbox every 10 minutes just to see if like <laughs> you've gotten booked for something or whatever, you know. And so it's just we're, we're totally in that time. We're in a time where DIY and do it yourself and and film on your iPhone. These things are celebrated now. Mm-hmm. you know it's it's not like oh you're an amateur go sit down it's like no that's fresh that's new i want to hear from you so i'm kind of just like taking that and running with it yeah i love that i love that
0: okay so let's rewind let's go back to that conversation where you're all sitting around the table you know you've you finished two shows and now you guys are like hey like let's let's actually make this a thing what was kind of going through your mind of like oh my gosh, like, what do we, how do we do this? What do we do? Was there any kind of fears or be, you know, limiting beliefs that you're like, we're not,
1: like, can we do this? Like, did you have any of that at the moment? 100% definitely. I, I think that still kind of pops up to this day for sure. I think one of the main things was, where do we start? you know, because like in terms of making it an official business, you know, and so we went the route of incorporating. Right. And then I was like, okay, I know, I know about that from just like my personal career. And then the second biggest thing was like, where are we going to get money from? Like, movies cost millions of dollars what are we doing right and then we we had to learn and and you know god bless tisha Mm -hmm. on our team because she kind of like took the reins of being the person to look into grant funding you know Mm -hmm. which has been such a huge blessing to us so far with this journey and and we were able to, we just started to learn the language of grants and what they're looking for and what we need to say and and how to present and how to, I'm like the numbers person on the team amongst other things. So, you know, I'm doing the budgets and figuring it out. I'm like, okay, well, if I was an actor, I'd want to get paid this and whatever that is. Right. And yeah, so each of us, you know, and then Troy Crossfield, you know, he has no background in like more of like the techie stuff aside from being a writer, being an actor as well. And so when it came to like building the website, he took the reins in that. You know, we have another woman on our team, Adela Carter, who's more on the marketing side and promotions and and our writing partner, Tasia Harris. She's more like story. She doesn't want to be front and center. She's just like, let's write the script. So together we were we all brought things and that has been like the biggest blessing because there's areas that I know nothing about and I don't even have the capacity to like want to learn about. I'm like, you got it, girl, do that, you know? And so, yeah, that's kind of how the first conversation went. It was just like, what do we know and what do we need to know? And then who among us has any insight
0: into this category and the desire to do it or the desire to learn it? And like, it was literally a round table of dividing tasks of like, all yeah. right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tear I'm gonna take this baton and run with it. And yeah, we're gonna do totally. that. And everybody
1: collaborating as a really creative team. Yeah. And it's interesting, you know, because I, I start to realize that the things that I had been doing for years were kind of preparing me to have my own production company. So what I mean by that, or like just allowing me to learn things that I didn't think I needed outside of my day job. So like I said, I worked for the film union. So Mm -hmm. naturally I had been on sets prior to this for like the past eight years, you know? And so I knew that, okay, the sound department, the grips, the gaffers, hair, wardrobe, costume, like all these things. I knew those departments and I knew that somehow there needed to be at least one representative from each of those things to come together to like make a film. And So then when we started to do our thing more seriously, it's like when I'd go to work, I was going to work with like a new sort of intention. You know, I had my little notebook. I'm starting to like make connections and ask questions and that kind of thing. And then then through that, we were able to learn that like, oh, you know, Johnny who does lighting, you know, he's interested in doing his own project. So let's invite him to our set. And you know what I mean? Like, and that's kind of how it worked. And, And I started, I used to be terrified of, networking in all honesty I was the girl that was like it was hard for me to verbalize what I wanted or what I was trying to do Mm -hmm. but this thing sort of built that muscle in me because I understood what my purpose was and I think my purpose gave me more confidence and you knew
0: that if you wanted to make this thing happen you were going to need help and the only way exactly is to enroll some really talented people Absolutely. to come on board and help me do it. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, yeah. And you know, we now have one, two, three, least four short films, you know, that have done festivals and stuff like that. And so it, it's been great. It's been such a blessing. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: I wanna go back to something that you said of, you know, you ov- obviously still had a day job when this was all going on and you, but you showed up to work with a different, energy and view of this job that you had you weren't just an employee showing up and you know punching the clock doing your thing and leaving you were like okay I'm using this job as like a place and a space for me to I guess get intel and do like absolutely. research absolutely yeah and I think for those of us in like the creative space or aspiring entrepreneurs who obviously all have had careers and jobs in in and before probably always did that. Like we just didn't show up to work to know like, oh, we're just, we're here to do the job. We're getting paid and we're going to go home. We use that, those spaces and those places and that those opportunities to research and to network yeah. and to learn everything we could. So
1: especially, we could- especially when, and to me, again, this is such a blessing to me and my journey is that my day job is also within the, The same industry right so i was like i can't waste this opportunity like i can't waste this time there's gonna be a day where i'm not dressing actors because i'm too busy acting but for now let me you know get the intel as you said yeah
0: and just be (laughs) a sponge and been like okay how this is not what i do here in this job but what is everyone else doing
1: right exactly
0: awesome Mm -hmm. okay so you know, you guys get together, you're like, okay, now now what, where do we start? You incorporate, you all kind of pick a lane and a role that you're going to own and champion as part of this team. And then you guys kind of start going out and learning <laughs> learning the things that you know you don't know that you need to know. Mm-hmm. Then what? what? What was like the next kind of up steps in getting you guys going? Because obviously, as you said, funding is a huge thing, it costs money. So. How long Mm -hmm. did that take? Were you guys able to get some grants?
1: Yes. So, you know, we were able to get some grants. So what came before the actual, you know, hiring of crew and that type of stuff is was really the creative part of it. Mm -hmm. So Troy, Tasia and myself, you know. That was kind of our safe place. That was a familiar place in terms of writing the story because you kind of need that to use to get the grants. This is the story we're trying to tell. This is how much people it's going to take. This is how many days it's going to take, whatever the case, right? So yeah, the very first part was kind of like, okay, so we're here now. What kind of story do we want to tell? What type of role do I want as an actress? What type of role does Troy as an actor want? You know, and we really just wrote from that place first. And then it was like, okay, we have a story that we're really um, confident about and, Let's go for this money now. Let's go for these grants, you know. And we applied for everything, and and by God's grace, uh, we were able to acquire, you know, some funding for for multiple projects for our short films, and and our theater tour as well. So, so yeah, so that was that was like a big burden lift off our shoulders because now we can invite people to our table, so to speak, and actually, you know, pay them for their service. You know what I mean? Which was a huge thing for us, you know bringing people on tour we had like a 12 crew tour and everybody got their per diems and you know hotels and all of that kind of stuff and it just it just felt so good it's a lot of work because we're you know I'm the one booking the hotels and making the phone calls and renting the cars and you know like straight producer mode right and then you got to go on stage and be the actor and then you got to be in rehearsal and be the director but it's a blessing you know yeah. It's all coming together slowly but surely, and now, like I said, with with going into TV writing and and just understanding the formula of that, because there is a formula. Again, we're we're in research mode. You know, we're figuring it out because we're not we've never done it before. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and it's it's always something new to learn as you keep going and growing. Yeah, definitely, and so good that you guys were able to get that funding. So that this was not like a volunteer army or <laughs> right. what felt like, oh, this is, this is a hobby that we're doing, right? right? A passion project hobby. Like, no, this is legit. We're, we got the money, we got the funding, we're paying people.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did that make a big
0: difference for you guys?
1: Yeah. It gave us more confidence in even asking people to be a part of our project. Cause it's kind of like, we're still, you know, even like, our DP, our DOP, Chris Morbsby, who did both of our short films in 2021, went on to to go into festivals and all of that kind of things. Those, those two projects that we did were pretty much, like I would say, our most professional short films today, you know, where we had the whole crew, we had the location, we had craft services, like we felt legit, you know, but we said to Chris, you know, coming in, we were like, hey, Thank you so much for kind of taking us under your wing, because we don't know everything. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't we don't even have enough money to pay you what you're worth. But thank you so much for being here to teach us, you know. And so even having that conversation, it's like we got a little bit of money. We can make sure that the crew is fed and we can make sure that, you know, everything's good, but definitely helped, you know, as Mm -hmm. opposed to just being like, hey, can you do me a favor, you know, but in all honesty, that, that was how CrossFit house production started with a group of friends doing a favor, you know, and, and it, there's nothing just, wrong with that. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong. That was such a blessing at the time. And uh, we've tried to kind of continue to, to bring people in, in different capacities, you know, so if you were a stage manager here, you might be an actor and the next thing and X, Y, Z, just really celebrating people's gifts and, and, in what areas they want to operate in, you know, that's also something that's really important for us. And
0: giving people an opportunity to get their foot in the door.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Even with this podcast and this show, I've had a lot of first time guests. And, you know, this, my show is their very first podcast. Mm, Um, I love that. They're so grateful for me for giving them the opportunity to come on and, and share their story and giving them the confidence to be like, okay, I've done a show. I can now go out and ask other people to be on their show or and say, you know, I've been a guest on X, Y, and Z and start building that, you know, reel or those credentials or that portfolio or whatever. So having something that allows other people to get their very first opportunity, so magical and special
1: too. So magical. It is so magical. That's the word for it, for sure. (laughs) Yeah,
0: cool. Okay. So it sounds like everything was just kind of like clicking along and kind of coming together. I'm sure that is like the PG version of the story. I'm sure there were a lot of like, a lot of things that went sideways that like, like just did not go according to plan. Tell us a little bit about those ones because we keep things real on this podcast. This is not like all rainbows and sunshine. We talk about the hard things too. And for anybody who's really wanting to pursue something, you know, they have to know that there's going to be hurdles. There's going to be, there's going to be mess ups and stuff. So what were some of the kind of moments
1: for you guys that you needed to clear? Ooh, I mean, where do I start? But um, I think the things that are coming to my mind right now are we had to learn very quickly how to pivot, you know, specifically when things aren't going right. You know, we, for example, when we were shooting our short film called Out of Order, we Wrote a script, you know, that we thought we could shoot in three days because we could only afford to shoot for three days. We only had the location for three days. We only had the crew for three days. And so by the end of the second day, going into the third day, we're like, we got to cut some stuff. You know what I mean? And it was like, oh my goodness, like, okay, how do we cut things to, to, but still keep the integrity of the story? All of that. You know what I mean? And, and so. It's so important when you are doing anything independently to be OK. And I've always learned this. I've learned this from, you know, seminars that have sat in acting coaches, all of that kind of stuff. They and, and film directors, they would say, you know, shoot the thing that you can afford. You know, if you write a script that there's a big blow up that happens and there's a 20 car mashup and all that that's expensive, you know? So now the pivot would be, okay, well, let's look at the story and let's pick up the scene from after that happens. So we don't necessarily have to see that. So in our crew, like we've had to do that quite a few times until we learned how to write a cleaner, more condensed story. We've had situations in theater where we're about to go on stage and a cast member doesn't show up. Like we have literally had that experience where we were on tour, a different tour. Well, not a tour. We were we were doing a show out in DC a few years ago and we were part of this festival and it was the first time we all jumped in the van and we drove out and we were all excited. And for one situation or another, one of our cast members who literally was at the top of the show, like got stuck in traffic or something crazy and was not there. And it took such artist discipline and, and training to pivot live in the moment and still give a flawless show to the audience who who didn't know any better, mm-hmm. you know? And it's it, when I think about that, I'm like, wow, like it builds a sort of muscle, you know, where it's just like, you can't get too stuck in one thought or you can't get too disappointed if something doesn't happen the way, exactly the way you wanted it That's to. As scripted. As scripted, exactly. But yeah, like, so we've definitely had those experiences. And now we're just kind of like, you know what, what, what it's gonna happen the way it's gonna happen, and we're gonna make the most of it. And thank God for amazing editors. And, you know, (laughs) post production is my favorite, you know, because we could, there's ways to fill in the blanks if you need to. Yeah. Yeah. Other than being like
0: live stage theatrical performance. That's yeah, a whole that, other...
1: that is like... And because we've experienced both, it's like, what can you throw at me that I won't know how to yeah. deal with at this yeah. point? Yeah. You
0: know? like, for are not yeah. performing this live in front of an audience this minute. Anything is fixable, right? Yeah, it's exactly. so post-production. Exactly. Is where all the magic happens to make all yep. the boo-boos go away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what would you say is the lesson that you, other than the pivot, right? That was a big lesson. What was like a really big lesson that you learned about yourself through this whole process?
1: Oh, well, it's a lesson that I'm still learning and it is not to be paralyzed by imposter syndrome. I know it's kind of heavy because it's real because though I am doing this, I like I said, I didn't go to school for this. You know, I I don't have 20 years in the game of experience, you know, but I know that I can do it. So I myself daily, I just have to lean in on that, you know, and not get discouraged by the multitude of no's that we receive as that I receive as an artist in general on both sides you know we submit we spend money to submit to festivals and you get those emails We, we you know not this time not this time not this time then you get one and it's like yay and then 10 more come in not this time not this time on the other side as an actor I'm auditioning weekly you know and I'm if I don't hear anything, that means I haven't booked, but I still have the mandate to give my best, give my hundred percent every time. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. And it, it's hard. It's hard to stay encouraged and stay fired up. And, you know, but I've learned that the biggest thing is to not doubt myself and not get in the way of the yeses that are coming to me. Mm -hmm. And when I say get in the way, I mean, get in the way by the self-doubt, you know, putting up the wall of like, I'm probably not enough, which is why I didn't get the role. Like, no, like, no one told you that. So don't tell yourself that, you know? Or the self-sabotage yeah. of,
0: oh, I'm not even going to audition or apply. We're not going to submit for this one. It's way bigger exactly.
1: than other people. Exactly. 100%. Being, like,
0: rejecting ourselves on other people's behalfs. On, on. Yeah, behalf. exactly. Exactly that. Yeah. So interesting that that was your lesson that you took away on the fear and the imposter syndrome because... That's what Tisha spoke about on the podcast when she came oh, on the show. Really? Was, oh, wow! I just, I just frozen fear. Now what? And how, mm. how she needed to push through that
1: fear and do, do the things. It's real because I career. think both of us. Yeah, even though her, like she has a whole other side to her career coming into this production company was new territory you know so we were all dealing with that same sentiment so it doesn't surprise me that she felt that way yeah. too
0: <laughs> and the irony that she hates being on camera like she she's like oh gosh like can't be on film doesn't like video i'm like you right. own a film company girlfriend like <laughs> right, right? <laughs> the irony was not lost on us when we, we were talking about that when she was on right. the show oh my goodness okay so for those who are listening who have aspirations of doing something similar or maybe even something in a different creative arena but still producing something creating something making that magic as we kind of talked about what three or four things would you share with them in terms of your hindsight wisdom of Hey, you need to you need to make sure that you guys have these things locked in, or you're gonna need to work on this, or just be prepared for X, Y, and Z. What kind of words of wisdom do you have for somebody coming up behind you?
1: Well, I think one of our superpowers as a, as a production company is that we do have a, a team, right? People who are who specialize in certain areas to kind of come together and collaborate but I know the notion of building a team or finding a team isn't the easiest thing to do, especially when you're starting. So what I would say is at least if you're starting, make sure you have an initial conversation with whoever you're doing this with to say, hey, are you here for the journey? Like, are you, like just a clear understanding of what it's going to take. If it's like, hey, we're gonna shoot for three days at my grandmother's cottage and I don't have any money, but I'm going to put some burgers on the grill, like really just paint the picture for everyone involved. You know, that's really important. So just like communicating with whoever you're, you're working with managing
0: um, expectations, managing
1: Absolutely. Expectations. Exactly. I would say also back to what I said before, you know, Create within your capacity, you know? So if you don't have the capacity to write a 30-page script, do a one-pager, do a monologue, you know? Shoot one scene of something, whatever that is. Write one monologue for a play, like whatever your creative realm is. Mm -hmm. Do it in the capacity that you can in the moment, but don't allow not having the things to stop you from starting. And that's something I had to learn for myself time and time again. You know, I never thought any th- things were perfect enough or, or I was ready enough or whatever that is, that's all like BS. It's just start where you, you are. We all have smartphones today. The quality is great. We have editing apps for free. Like there's so many resources, you know? So you gotta really learn to be, to fall in love with being resourceful you know Mm -hmm. and have fun you know I am such an advocate for listen after this interview I'm going for a massage and I'm coming home to make some lobster bisque because that's just what I love you know so I feel like in any realm and any industry the weight of everything that the you know the competition the challenges the The pivoting that needs to happen, you know, the grants, the writing, all of it could be a lot. So you really have to assess, like, does this make me happy? Is this something that I love to do still? And it's okay to, like, start in one area and be like, actually, I like producing more or, you know, actually, I decided that I just kind of want to be behind the scenes for now. And that's okay. So give yourself permission to explore, you know. And lastly try to learn as much as you can. Like I said, like using my day job and stuff and and don't feel the need to quit your day job or quit the thing that like makes you money or filters money into your passion projects and stuff because you got to devote 110 or else you're not going to be. I don't subscribe to that. We're not in that time. You know what I mean? (laughs) Do what you need to do and do it within your capacity. And and yeah, that's kind of like the biggest thing it's okay to not know everything you know you'll learn as you go like literally it's literally a hands-on experience
0: oh that's great advice for anyone in any space Anything. whether that yeah. is a creative space or not but yeah no those are good words all right so something I love to ask everybody is all right so now what what's going on with you what's what's the what's the company doing what are you guys making obviously you're getting into tv but yeah like what's next
1: Yeah. So hopefully, yes, it will be next. We will be on TV. Like our show will be picked up by a network. I'm speaking it into existence. Yeah. And, you know, we love, we're big fans of HBO and FX and these sort of, you know, Netflix, these sort of worms that give you creative range and freedom. So That is where our focus is. And also writing our first feature film. So we've kind of done this short film. We kind of know what it's all about. So now it's like, okay, let's write a bigger story. Let's get a bigger crew. Let's get more money and just do this thing high level. For myself, personally, as an artist, I'm really trying to delve deeper as a director, you know? So CrossFit House Productions has given me a platform to, to learn how to direct, to, to understand directing. You know, it's 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 our stuff, it's our baby. So if we wanna change a line, we could do that. If I, you know what I mean? All of that, but, but my goal is to become, you know a director who's directing other people's TV shows and films one day. So I'm really just kind of focused on that alongside acting and you know just just taking this thing to the next level it's not a hobby it's not a let's see what happens it's an intentional pursuit
0: yeah oh love that love that (laughs) yeah doing things with intention has such a different energy than like all right we're gonna we're gonna do this thing and we'll see what happens right Right? like right yeah same thing with you know podcasting so many people start a podcast and I think the average podcast actually lasts like six six episodes (laughs) And then right. you're like, and we're done, or whatever. Right. But like, it, when it, I when it, I yeah. said I was doing this, I'm like, no, I'm doing this. Like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see where we are at at the after the first season. But my intention is to like make this a thing. And you kind of have to go into to stuff with that energy, so that that's actually what happens. Because if you go into Absolutely. something willy nilly, like oh, we're gonna we're just gonna see. We'll we'll if it go if it goes it goes. If it doesn't go, it doesn't go. Yeah, that's the the result you're gonna get.
1: That's Mm -hmm. like that's the result. Like if if you don't do it, it ain't gonna happen. Exactly, and kind of setting your setting that tone from the bat is almost like. Mentally and emotionally preparing yourself for the failure, and it's like, no, like we're not doing that, you yeah, know. Shut I mean? the back
0: door, like, yeah, we're
1: going, burn the boats, like, yeah, let's yeah, go, we're gonna figure um, it out. Exactly, we, we
0: might fail, but you know, we're not giving ourselves a back door here. Okay, yeah, love right. that. That's great advice. All right, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was just like, thanks for having such me, nice creative and light and inspiring episode. Obviously, we we talk about a lot of stuff on this show, and so it's always fun to have one. That's just like, oh, this is this is a fun. <laughs> All right, that's it for us for the, the full episode. But if okay. you are a patron, don't forget to join us over at patreon.com. And we're going to have a little behind-the-scenes convo with uh, Ronnie and expand on some of the things that she shared. Maybe she'll be given some style tips or something else. <laughs> so if you want to hear the rest of this conversation, head it over to patreon.com backslash I just blank now what and sign up to become a patron of the show. Thanks, Ronnie Rons. No problem, thank you for having me. Love it, okay, cool. Uh, You guys have a great day. If this episode resonated with you or somebody you know is in the creative space and they're itching to do a thing, maybe you break out on their own, share this episode with them because it just might help them figure out their own, now what? Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it more than I can say. Did you love this episode of I just blank, now what?